the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one, from education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation. This program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Tonight's tonight, Saturday. Welcome to the Silicon Valley Business Connection. I'm Carl Welch. I'm sitting in for Carl Davis, who is probably sitting on a beach somewhere, sipping Mai Tai, earning 5% or 10% on his stock somewhere. I don't know. Carl's, Carl's the genius, and I'm the uh, I'm the uh, the worker. So here we are today. Mike's sitting in the in the engineering room. Say hello, Mike. There, hey, everybody. I thought she was going to say hello, Mike. Hello, Mike. <laughs> I didn't have my button there okay. to press the button. Okay. All right. Mike is our engineer. Everyone knows Mike. He's that handsome guy with the hat on. And today I am honored and pleased. I got to tell you, I'm honored, honored, and very pleased to have a gentleman on here who is probably one of those type of cats that you just don't know what's under the covers. I mean, he is a, an incredible gentleman. Uh, uh, Daryl Dunn is a, uh, he's got a 15 years experience in financial planning. He's a very, very extremely versatile financial professional. He's got uh, uh, years experience in financial planning, reporting and analysis, project implementation and database management across multiple industries including healthcare, biotech, telecommunications, computer, and e-commerce, and so much. So if you need a financial guy with sound business judgment through analytical experience, uh, analytical thinking, and uh, having uh, worked with both fast-paced and professional environments with creative approaches, Daryl Dunn is your guy. Daryl, welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connection. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, thank you, man. Thanks for the intro. Man, I, I'm, I'm glad to have you here. We had a, a, a conversation. We talk about taxes. We talk about uh, your your experience in the past. I want to get into all that. Daryl is one of those gentlemen that runs with the Bulldogs. Okay, no, no, no. Runs with the Bulls, not the Bulldogs. That's the commercial. <laughs> yeah, Daryl ran with the Bulls. He probably skydives and rock climbs and 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 no, cliff dives no, no. and <laughs> hangs out with uh, with uh, Hugh Hefner at the Playboy Mansion. You know, drives up in a in a Lamborghini and hops out in a tuxedo. He's one of those type no, no, of guys. No, no. <laughs> so Daryl, Daryl, now you have worked for many different companies. Like uh, you've done consulting, obviously. Uh, which is what you're doing now, but you've worked for Kaiser Permanente. You've worked for 24 hour. Um, you've done some planning for, uh, uh, many different organizations. Uh, and now you are, uh, now you are, uh, uh self-employed. Um, so Correct. tell us a little bit about that, that, uh, corporate work that you did. And then we want to find out how you made that transition to self-employment. Sure. 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 Carl. Um, yeah, I, you know, when I, you know, left Cal back in the, 
uh, give away my age, how old we are, but uh, I went in with the graduate school, University of Texas, uh, hook them horns, uh, oh. on a whole bunch of burnt orange things, but, you know, <laughs> you go to school there. Um, after that, my first job out of school was working for AT&T uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. So I was with them for about five years, um, did a variety of things, including, you know, uh, managing the, the, uh, the eastern half of the, of the United States as far as any kind of outages that would go out. And that would ring into our center, and I had, you know, folks reporting to me that essentially monitored all that stuff. But uh, I had some project management work in there uh, and some other 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 roles with uh, AT&T. But then I relocated back out here back in, what is it, 19, let me see, 96, to work for Hewlett-Packard. Oh, you worked and for HP. Hewlett-Packard, yeah, yeah. I, as a fact, that, that was probably one of the earlier, you know, I'd say great networking connections that I have because I still am in touch with folks that uh, either have left HP or are still with HP. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, one of the uh, good friends I have that lives out in Switzerland, he works for HP out there. And so uh, he'll, he'll retire in the next couple of years. Did you ever meet Roy Clay while you were there? I know he was probably retired by then. Roy Clay. Roy Clay. Yeah, Roy Clay was Roy Clay was one of the original uh, Hewlett Packard employees. He was an African American man, and he he his his claim to fame was that he talked them into going into the compu- personal computing business. Oh, that, really? But yeah, but that was like fifty nine, nineteen sixty. You know, and, and you know before you and I both were born, way before I was born, because I was born in like eighty five, I think something. Like that. So, and then well, you I worked for. That, uh, I, I met I met Bill Hewlett. <laughs> oh, did you? You shake his hand? Yes, I did. I shook his hand. Yeah. I sure did. Now you, now you've but, lived. Uh, <laughs> now you work for now. Oh, yeah. Now you work for AT and T. Was that when AT and T was 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 Pac Bell and AT and They had all the the the, the smaller companies. That was, or that was five years after AT and T had a monopoly. Oh wow! So so that was that was ninety. Um, AT and T, I think, had uh, uh, the Broken up AT and T. I want to say it was nineteen eighty six. But you know, when you're a monopoly, it's sort of like you—you you just kind of do things the way you want to do. The way you want to do them, yeah, yeah. So you work for some, and, uh, some pretty large companies: Pac Bell, I mean AT and T, Hewlett Packard, uh, uh, Kaiser Permanente, Twenty Four Hour. I yeah. mean, they're they're syndicated na- uh, uh, what, nationwide. Twenty Four Hour. Are they nationwide or are they worldwide? No, they're they're well. Actually, right now they probably are worldwide uh, in certain sections. Uh, they were more nationwide uh, probably up until maybe say five six years ago, and with a heavier concentration here on the east uh, on the west coast. And you were familiar with, with more east coast folks, but uh, and you were familiar with the up. owners of it, right? Yeah. So Mark Mastroff is the founder of Twenty Four Hour Fitness, and uh, he uh, his uh, real quick short story. You know, back in the Silicon Valley days of, you know, uh, uh, the, the, what do you call it, the dot-com boom and bust. So I lived through all of those. So um, when I went through one of the busts or, you know, thought I was going to sort of make it rich, so to speak, um, I, uh, I wanted to get something a little bit more stable. So, you know, I go out, I go get help writing my resume, and a guy that helps me out is a guy named Bert Mastroff. Mm-hmm. I had no idea who he was, but he helped me, you know, show me how to interview and 
uh, write a resume and, you know, and um, I ended up getting another job, but I stayed in touch with him. And it really wasn't until maybe two years later that I said, hey, let's, we had these quarterly breakfasts. And he said he couldn't meet me because he had to go to a training session. And I said, well, where do you go training? He says, I go to 24 Hour Fitness. I said, oh, yeah, I go there. And he says, oh, my son works there. (laughs) And he never said anything about his son other than, yeah, he worked there. He's an executive. Later on, I found out his son is Mark Mastroff, the founder. I'm like, how come you never told me your son is the founder of 24 Hour Fitness? He says, no big deal. Oh, right. And right. that is, uh, that's one of the most humble guys, man. Like I said, he, he, he played under Pete Newell back at, uh, wow. Calbred. Go Bears. And, uh, go Bears. Yeah. He's, uh, he's just a real, real down to earth guy. Yeah. So I remember asking him, I said, well, you think if I, you know, lose my job, your son can get me a job? <laughs> and he said, we could probably do something like that. Really? Three months later, I got laid off from another, you know, dot com company. And uh, he calls up Mark. You know, I have an interview that following week, and uh, I got a job a week later. See, I gotta so, hang out. I gotta you know. hang out with you, Daryl, because you <laughs> things just it, it don't drop in your lap, but things just sort of drop in your lap. I mean, you have you, you're an amazing person. Let's talk a little bit about financing um, and things, especially oh, things oh, that are. Oh, go ahead. Okay. No, no, no. Go ahead. You was about to say. No, well, you say finance. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things I've done in finance uh, with. You know, a lot of these, uh, whether it be a big company, small company, startups, uh, or nonprofits, for that fact. Um, so I, I kind of, you know, one of the funny things is, is when I went to go work for, so I worked for AT&T. I think at the time might have been employee-wise the biggest company in the world. Then I go to Hewlett Packard, which is obviously a pretty big company, but still smaller. And so when I went to uh, to uh, Pac Bell. They were asking me, you know, was I familiar with, you know, this is a pretty big company, and, um, you know, would I be able to adjust to something like that? And I was like, well, to me, Pac Bell is pretty small. <laughs> comparative, to, uh, comparative, yeah. Packard and AT and T, so you know, I think I can, I think yeah. I can make that adjustment. I can, I can handle it. Um, but I, uh, uh, in all of those roles, I pretty much played the role of doing financial planning for. You know, projecting out where revenues were going to go, explaining to either a CFO or CEO as to, you know, here's, you know, why you didn't make your number. Uh, here's analysis as to, you know, where we think we're going to go. Um, and just a myriad of, 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 uh, different, you know, modeling things that I did to kind of, you know, show where, you know, where, how, how well a company was doing financially. I've done it in biotech. Um, you know, I, when, after going through the dot com, you know, bust, I'll call it, I started to look for something that was more stable. And so I targeted look, working for Kaiser because it's like everybody's going to have health care mm-hmm. and energy, PG&E. Those are two companies in the Bay Area that are not going anywhere. And uh, so that's where I put my energies into, and it, I ended up winding up at, uh, at Kaiser. Um, but with Kaiser, just because they're not uh, a publicly traded company, doesn't mean they don't have their, their share of politics. Right now, so, uh, now hold on, hold on, though. We, we're going to have to take a break in a bit. Um, okay. And uh, uh, there's a lot more interesting and fantastic things that I want to talk to you about, especially about your consulting uh, and what do you believe about yeah. the new tax plan. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a pause for the cause. And when we come okay. back, we're going to finish talking to uh, Daryl Dunn. 
from Fab Four Consulting. This is Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. Brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com, or call 408-288-8806. Now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Welcome back. This is Carl Welch, and you are listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. I am honored to be speaking to an incredible gentleman, Daryl Dunn, uh, the owner of uh, Fab Four Consulting. And uh, we want to continue talking. Daryl is, is an incredible gentleman with the experience that he's worked. He's worked with some of the largest corporations in the world, literally, uh, from AT&T to Kaiser Permanente to Hewlett Packard uh, to 24-hour and more. Uh, Daryl, I want to – and Daryl now is a is, – is, is, he's uh, independent. He's uh, self-employed. And, and uh, um, Daryl, I want to talk to you a little bit about something that's really important to me now. There's a new tax plan that the uh, – I don't even call him the president, but that he who has no name is actually trying to put out there. What do you think about the tax plan a little bit? Tell me, and, and how, do, how, do, how do, in your opinion, how does it affect the lower, uh, the middle class, and the upper class? Okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's a very hot topic. And uh, because I, I actually, one of the bigger contracts that I have with my firm is I work uh, for Ferguson and Company, which is a, a, a tax CPA firm right here in downtown Oakland. Um, but so I, I, I deal with tax issues on a regular basis. Uh, so that being said, uh, yeah, the what I've seen out there and, and, and from what I can tell, a lot of detail was not provided uh, in this latest tax plan that came out. But but it hit on maybe four or five areas that I think really impact the lower, middle, and upper, you know, uh, higher income folks. Uh, so I'm a I'm a I'm a hit them from the standpoint of the ones that are the biggest ones, and, and I'll, I'll break that down to the ones that are lower income. But the two biggest things that they are proposing is the estate tax, which is basically transferring ownership of you know your estate from one ownership to another, and the alternative minimum tax, which basically was designed to make sure that everybody pays their fair share. Now, the reason why those really only impact your, your your more wealthy folks is the state tax is on folks that have property that's worth five million dollars or more. Mm. So, definitely like the middle class. That's not middle class. Right. <laughs> so you cut net estate tax is the you know the number forty fives of the world and other folks that you know have value that that's that high that you know you avoid that type of tax. The second one, biggest one, is the, uh, the alternative minimum tax applies to folks that make more than $250,000. Okay. So once again, you're talking about folks that are doing very well, and those are breaks that they're, you know, um, uh, cutting or at least proposing to cut. Right. When you get down to more of the, the, the other sort of major things about this, this offer is they're wanting to cut this, uh, the deductions for state tax and the deductions for sales tax. The sales tax kind of more affects everybody. And, and just think of it like you buy a car. Well, when you buy a car, you pay sales tax on the car. That affects pretty much everybody. Right. You know, so that doesn't, you know, go, you know, high, middle, low, or what have you. State tax, yeah, that's a that's a significant deduction to be cutting. Um, but then you, they, they also propose doubling the standard exemptions. Now, that is... You know, uh, I think that's 
this year is I think about like sixty one hundred dollars, sixty two hundred dollars. They're talking about doubling that. And all that's saying is that, you know, any amount that you make up to six thousand dollars, you won't get taxed on. We're talking about doubling that to twelve thousand dollars. Okay. Well, there you're talking about lower income folks. So that one would show um a reduction in taxes for lower income folks. However, if you take away the state tax, uh, you know, the state tax deduction, I, I haven't done, the, you know, any kind of calculations, but that could basically offset right. any of that double, doubling that exemption. And I also, so, also heard that what they're going to do is they're going to raise the, the tax from 10% to 12% on the poor while lowering the taxes from the upper class um, down from, what, 39 to 35%? Well, yeah, I did hear that. And my understanding is they're just trying to simplify the tax bracket, which, you know, I get that. The taxes are not very straightforward. So I've heard of them say that they're going to have three tax brackets and, you know, one, you know, one low, medium, and high. Um, but the one thing that I would probably see as a positive about it, um, but there's always a negative that goes with this, is you can't attract certain businesses to do business here if you have a high corporate tax rate. Right. So if you, if you separate out, you know, if Amazon wants to come here and do business, you know, you would like them to have a competitive tax rate as yep. opposed to going to, you know, Australia or somewhere like that that has a lower tax rate. So from that standpoint, I get it. Right. But you're not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to stop Apple or, or Amazon or any of these companies. I mean, it's not like the corporations are doing bad here. I mean, stock markets are up at 22,000, yeah. you know, every, every, you know, the, the, the companies seem to be doing well. And as long as, I mean, they got the money offshore, they're not going to bring that money back here. And, and, and if you can get a worker, if, if, if Apple can get a worker for, you know, two dollars an hour as opposed to a union worker here for forty dollars an hour. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure what what lowering the tax is going to do for them if they're going to bring it back and then lose it on on uh, on still having to pay. It, 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 all it would do is attract businesses to do business here versus maybe somewhere else. Yeah. Um, now, what impact does that really have? That's really hard to say. Um, you know, but it, it, at a very high level, you're saying, okay. Why take your business to Japan at a 20% tax rate uh, versus, you know, doing it here in the U.S. and it's 39%? So what's going what's gonna to happen to the economy once, you, once all these major corporations go down from 35 to 20%? Uh, they'll make more money. Yeah, well, yeah, but who's going to make the they'll money? Make more, they'll make more the corporations right. to make bigger profits. Right. And I guess the idea is to take those profits and hire more workers. Right. So they call it... more people... That trickle down, right? They think that trickle down. You believe in it? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. And the one, it seems like to me, the ones that really is going to come off for those who actually have estate taxes, um, you know, the 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 uh, Donald Trumps of the world that when they transfer the money over, that money goes without having to, you know, to have to pay the the, the taxes on the estate tax now save them millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, all, all of the rich, the, oh, the Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos. It would. The, the estate tax is, is big, and, and that alternative minimum tax is huge. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, you know, I don't know what the average income is here, but, I mean, obviously, you know, $250,000 is a pretty high, high number. And that is, to me, straight up upper class. So if you're talking about cutting that, then, 
that's gonna that only affects the rich or the yeah. well off, I would say. Right. So the things that I've read that, that are in this bill and, and, and I haven't read, you know, through it in any kind of you know, great detail, but of the highlights, I see a lot more deductions for the wealthy than I do for any other class of folks. Right. Well, considering and the fact that what, they said they're going to raise the taxes of the poor from 10 percent to 12 percent, but lowering the tax of the rich, it seems like once again, off the backs of you know, blood, sweat and tears of the poor, you know, we're going to be financing the country while, you know, the, the rich still gets new Lear jets or whatever kind of jets they get now. Yeah, but see, what, what I would question is what's the offset of raising the 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 tax rate from ten to twelve percent versus increasing the standard deduction to double? Right. So you don't know, like you know, what's the impact of? Okay, you know, here's a guy that makes twelve thousand um, dollars. We start taxing him. He, he doesn't get taxed on anything. Uh, that's below twelve thousand dollars. I'm just throwing numbers out there right now. Right. But if he makes fifteen thousand, then the first twelve of that is tax free. Then the next three, the next three thousand is at yes. that higher tax rate. Right. So you don't know like how much does it offset? You know the increase versus the lower lower piece. It's kind of hard to say. Yeah. Uh, what kind of impact it is? I'm sure there's some stats out there on it, but I don't see it benefiting the the, the, the right, lower right, the lower class, right. Four. right. Because one, you, you if you eliminate the state tax, I mean that's a big deduction. Right. Everybody pays state tax. Everybody. So if you take that one away, that's probably just as much offsetting any kind of you know doubling of exemptions for the lower for the lower class. Yeah, I I, so, I can remember I can remember when I think it was Clinton when Clinton was in office and maybe even when uh, uh, Reagan was in office how. Some of the taxes that some of these people were paying on like 60, 75%. Listen, we only got a couple minutes left, so I want to get into you. What are you doing nowadays? You know, I, I know you got your consulting, and, and uh, what other things? You got any, any personal in, uh, interests? Or? Uh, you know, I, I, what I'm doing these days, it, it, the, the, the few things or projects that I'm working on, one, like I said, is, is, is tax season uh, almost. <laughs> uh, a lot of people that filed uh, uh, extensions on their taxes, they get a six month break. Mm-hmm. And uh, to, to to file, and that six months will be October 18th. So we're October 1st. So <laughs> the next few weeks will be pretty busy. But I'm also working on some projects uh, that are uh, based out of Atlanta. I'm working with a guy uh, who's looking at raising funds for uh, a movie that he's producing, mm-hmm. uh, some uh, award shows that are going to go on out actually out in Africa. Nice. Uh, so nice. he's trying to get Soul Train Africa done out 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 there in uh, South Africa. Uh, there's a couple other you know documentaries that he's looking at doing and and getting funding for. So so I'm kind of helping with the financial management of these these this, this, this umbrella of, of uh, media type projects. Very versatile. Uh, you are you are very versatile, and that's one of the great things. If anyone has any challenges with taxes. Uh, give me a number or an email or Facebook page that they can reach you at. I got I got less than a minute here. Uh, I, I would say send it to D N Dunn at D N D U N N at SBCGlobal dot net. Um, you know that would be the easiest way to get a hold of me. Uh, at Ferguson and Company, the phone number there is five one zero eight three five one five one two. We're there, you know, Monday through Friday, uh, nine to five. 
Okay, so uh, that'd be the best way to get hold. So of you that. can reach, so you can be reached at Ferguson and Company at five one zero eight three five one five one two, and you can be emailed, which is a great way. It's dn dunn d u n n at sbcglobal dot net. Yeah, and I'll leave one more work address because okay. uh, the work address is uh, Daryl, my name d a r r y l at m ferco m f e r c o dot com, Perfect. and that that's more the tax stuff. All right, so we the so people more personal. I know. You, you, know, can, personal you can reach Daryl. Uh, we'll have all the information on the website at blackchamber.com. Uh, thank you, Daryl, for joining us. I greatly appreciate it. You're listening to the Silicon Valley Business Connections. Uh, I'm Carl Welch, and we just got through interviewing the incredible Daryl Dunn. Thank you, Daryl, for coming. Thank you, Carl. Thanks for having me on. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected. Silicon Valley Business Connections. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.